Hi, Gemstones, and welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place. True to the title of our podcast, we're all over the map today. We've got Julie and my collective hospital adventures, a discourse on Mucinex or meth in disguise, more at 11, drag race, obviously, and a smattering of shows, movies, and tweets that brought us joy, made us feel, and brought us all closer together. And then a game at the end that tears us all apart. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. That was perfect. Amazing. Also, I'm so mad because like, can you hear me? Yes. I heard. I don't know. Um, Why are you so mad? Let me tell you, Julie. <laughs> it's because we picked the exact same queens last week, and I was going to be like, fuck it, just give me Vanity Milan. And that would have earned me 15 points. See, the system is you got to pick the best of the worst. Can't believe it took me until week 27 to figure this out. <laughs> well, like week six. They move at a fast clip because they're like, Shanta, you both stay. Just kidding. Fuck you both. Year Fan 22. Favorites, not anymore. All right. So back to your what happened? You went out in the world and got sick. So yeah, we were talking about how Emma's going to Asheville, and um, which is lovely, and how my only excursion recently has been to a subterranean lair uh, when I went out the night oh, before Halloween. to the yes. um, ghost baby or whatever. Yeah, and terrifying it was, truly lived up to its name, because I was surrounded by very lovely people, but also viruses, illnesses, in the midst of a pandemic, and it took me down, and it took me down hard. Granted, I also was drinking a fair bit. Um, we ended up at below zero, which is not the move anymore, evidently, because it was, uh, that was a ghost town. So we went from ghost baby to ghost town to just like a place where I wish I was dead, which was skyline and so overcrowded. And then it knocked me on my ass for like the next seven days. So I immediately was convinced that it was COVID naturally or strep throat because those have been afflicting several people I'm close to. Not anymore, because they're dead to me. Um, <laughs> proven that they're weak, <laughs> cannot be trusted. And then I guess that like now that I'm 30, I'm just getting man colds where I think they're so much worse than they are. Because I legitimately thought that I, there, was no, there was no doubt in my mind that I had one of those two things. And I went to my doctor and I was like, I've got a super sore throat. Like I had to leave work. I don't typically do that. And Did you go to the doctor or did you telehealth? A hundred percent I went to the doctor. Wow. Yeah. Well, because I had a COVID booster the next day, and they're like, you're going to have to cancel that. I was like, then I'm going to need to come in. (laughs) And so we did that, and I kept pushing. I was like, you need to swab me. And she's like, well, the sore throat, but nothing else seems like it would be strep throat. And I was like, you need to swab me. You need to put that down my throat. She was just like, no, um, like you don't have a fever. And I was like, I'm aware. I like, <laughs> I dictated all of my symptoms for 45 minutes to the nurse <laughs> before she left. And then I saw her body jump off a building from the window. Like I saw <laughs> all this happen. And so she was just like, at the end of it, like we could test you from flu, but at this point there's not much we can do since you've had these symptoms for this long. And so like, just rest and hydrate. And I was like, oh, what was my blood pressure? <laughs> my blood pressure is doing better. So that's great. Um, so then I had to self-medicate with Mucinex. Do you know what Mucinex is? It's not an element of meth. It is meth. Oh, really? I've never taken it before, <laughs> and it lulls you into a false sense of security by producing so much of what's inside you, and you're like, ah, cleanse me, bitch, and then it destroys your entire fucking life. I was anxious. I was manic. My heart was racing. I was dizzy. I couldn't stand up, but I couldn't stand still. I was, like, lost in an Alanis Morissette video. Asterisk for those listening to this podcast for medical advice. That's Mucinex D, which contains pseudoephedrine, not just Mucinex. It fucked me all the way up. I could, fe- 
for sure. I, well, that's the stuff they don't let is. you buy anymore, right? You have to, right. Like, and go for good reason. It should be illegal. <laughs> my God. I could feel it was like reverse poppers. I could feel all of my capillaries and veins just tightening up. And then I was so nervous because obviously I immediately Googled, like, how will this kill me and how soon? <laughs> and it was like, it, if you have high blood pressure, and I was like, oh, my, my blood pressure is better, but it's still high. <laughs> it can, like, put too much pressure on your constricted veins and, like, cause all sorts of shit. So it did. Nice side effect was that I didn't jewel. I didn't dare. I was like, I can't do anything else that will raise it. I just, like, sat stock still and occasionally drank some, like, calming tea, had some CBD, and I was like, just got to ride it out. Just got to ride it out. I Googled the half-life of Mucin XD, which is 2.88 hours. So every 2.88 hours, it reduces by half. So I was like, okay, cool. Okay, got half of it's out. And then I was like, okay, cool. 75% of it's out. And I just rat- I rode that train for 12 hours. And then you didn't take it again? No, and that was not even the worst day. <laughs> it's one of many. So, also, my nose has been bleeding because, like, anything that affects my sinuses or nasal, my nose is just like, <laughs> you know, it would be fun. <laughs> just like a deluge of blood. Let's drench you, bitch. So that's been neat. And I haven't Did been you able talk to, to the take doctor I- about that. Yes, she glossed right over it. They were moving <laughs> at a fast clip. Maybe it's because I already took 45 minutes to explain all of my symptoms. <laughs> 39 minutes of which weren't actually applicable to the current situation. We're just musings, really. I was like, I woke up with a sore shoulder one day. How much of that is tendonitis? And how much of that is cancer? You so know, anything that was they write down, anything you say, they have to do something about it or you can sue them. Well, then I will. Because I talked about the bloody nose and they didn't say anything. It even got to the point where I'd said so much, I felt guilty. I was like, well, I guess it could be just because of, like, the dry air, which I'm sure it is. But also, give me something. They give me nothing. They're like, I guess we could prescribe you cough syrup. And I was like, no, I don't want any cough syrup. I want a Z-Pack. Where's my Z-Pack? That's why the Watch super the bugs pack, are coming. The Z-Pack is gone. No. No antibiotics. They don't do anything. I know. She even had, like, a little poster that I was staring at with blind fury that was like, antibiotics aren't always the right answer. And I was like, but sometimes they're what I want. <laughs> I was like, I already have kombucha to restore my flora. They need to do <laughs> some sort of like bullshit, like a Y pack or something that is filled with nonsense. Because people are like, I just need a Z pack and I'm going to be better. You're like, okay. <clears throat> well, this is why the antibiotics don't work anymore. So, no. And usually I'm a proponent of that when it's not personally affecting me. So <laughs> I guess I'm just like a fake crusader because as soon as I went down and I was like, give me whatever you got. I know. You got ivermectin in there? When it comes to the booster, <laughs> I'm like, just get whatever they give you. And then I went to get mine today. They're like, we only have Moderna. I'm like, and I'm going to get Pfizer. Bye. <laughs> it's like, not today, ma'am. I took Pfizer, my, you know, the first two doses and I had no reaction. So I'm like super yeah. freaked out that, first of all, the signs at Christ Hospital today, it was literally like, please turn left to go into the, not this left. And you're like, ah! <laughs> so I'm like, I can't figure out how to get in the hospital. I'm not walking where I'm supposed to. I end up like climbing a thousand rocky steps and they're like, this isn't an entrance. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> it was so an art installation. Call. It was a statue yes. out front and you just got I finally call top. and they're like, well, obviously you're going between the liver um, pancreas door. I'm like, what? So then I walk in and there's a poor girl who's obviously fallen and so her whole face is scratched up. Oh, so you shoved her out of the way. I did. She's like, can I, <laughs> I help you? I my like, appointment. I'm like, yeah, I'm here to get my booster. And she's like, are you an employee? I'm like, no. She's like, okay, well, you're going to go up the, to floor one, <laughs> take a left off the elevator and another left and you're in the gift shop, but not the first door. I was like, <laughs> 
And then as I get on the elevator, her, her turn to the sky. She's like, so I basically am just like the information station now. Okay, first of all, I walk in the door. You're the first person sitting there at a table. Yes, you're the information station. <laughs> Second of all, I don't know why you didn't get to stay home because obviously you've been beaten or fallen and it's just not a good look for me. I know we're at a hospital. <laughs> then I get upstairs and there's a man in a wheelchair who's supposed to get picked up by somebody and the nice aide who's walking, pushing him around is like, does this look familiar? And he's like, <laughs> Spoiler alert, so, it was me. That was our sliding doors moment. <laughs> so then I go down to the second door for the gift shop because God forbid in a hospital they have space to give you vaccines. And they're like, oh, we're only offering Moderna. I was like, oh, I'm out. Jesus Thanks, Christ. Though. This was 30 minutes well spent. I get back to the elevator. She's going, well, let's try a different floor and see if that looks familiar. So now I get on the elevator. Did you? I'm surprised you didn't pop off and say like, I'm sorry. I thought this wasn't an information station. <laughs> We weren't down there yet. And then I saw her. So we come, we roll him out of the elevator and she's, he says to her, do you remember seeing me earlier? And she's like, yes. I was like, but bye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is your purgatory. I know. Like, it was right during that'll be my a like, view task. time. I was going to watch the view. <sighs> I did everything right by the book and still the world failed me. So did you go to work this week? Yeah, I mean, I still went in on Wednesday. I did feel absolutely shitty and finished the financial packet. And then um, one of the servers there who also supervises graciously offered to, well, accepted my (laughs) offer to have him close the rest of the day for me, which was sweet. And then I was off that Thursday um, when I went to the doctor who did nothing, although it is very comforting to be there. It's my how they've grown. It's the same doctor and the same nurse's assistant um, who's now an RN. I followed her journey by going there like every two to four days um, for the past decade. And it's like, ah, look at us. Look at us. You guys are moving on with your life. I'm still here. (laughs) And I have some concerns. It's exciting. They can see you in person. Yeah, although I did step on the scale with my full coat and, like, a bunch of shit in my pockets, and I had been losing weight recently, but the scale did not say that, and I was like, this is a lie, and should I take my coat off? She was like, there's no need, and I was like, I'm going to take my coat off. <laughs> and then? And then my weight dropped down. It, it's a wholesome, heartwarming story. It dropped down by what? By five pounds. It was a no. big coat. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. No I was also wearing my you. shoes. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. I also took the phone out of my pocket, the keys out of my pocket, the wallet in my pocket. I was like, I will get naked <laughs> until this shows me what I want to see. So that was my super fun week. And obviously I've just been bitching about my illness all the time because I've become a man who would have thought that who just can't handle illness. And I'm like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity. Sorry. Titanic. Never heard of her. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> it's amazing how most of my memories, if I was in like Inside Out, is that the one about the emotions and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of my memories would just be like the blue tinge of panic or the red fire of rage because it really helps you store those memories away. I think that's my most used gif is the sad girl crying from <laughs> <laughs> Phyllis. Yeah, I send it all the time. The smallest thing, the biggest thing is like... <laughs> I've never sent joy, not once. <laughs> <laughs> there are so many layers to that. She Julie. just doesn't have a moment like Phyllis does. That's not her name in the sadness. So as part of my joyful life of um, fighting hate, because I'm a superhero, <laughs> we heard this woman speak this week who was in a white nationalist group and then got out. And Oh, my God. 
Now she like helps. Oh, got out. Sorry. I like immediately was like pitchfork. And then she killed us all. Um, <laughs> she's like, how many of you in here are Jews? Raise your hands higher. We're like, no. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she got out and um, now she helps mentor other people. So she's awesome. Very smart. Very interesting. But she said the movie Inside Out reminded her of herself and that she moved when she was 11 also and that that is the prime time. Like that movie to wasn't just, racist. they didn't just happen stance to 11. Like <laughs> that's when you really start feeling othered already. And it's a really good time to like have a shaky identity and people can come pluck you up. So watch your 11 year olds, keep them safe. So we I think a- if I had a posse of 11 year olds, there'd be a different problem there. <laughs> <laughs> well, to escape from all the human interaction, did you watch anything fun this week? Yeah. Oh I mean, gosh. <laughs> I thought that Last was going to be just so like a softball. <laughs> no, I just sort of continued on with my good shows. Um, the Home Sweet Home, the Family Swapping, nothing major. Great families. Insecure. Issa Rae wasn't even on there this week. Um, I tried to watch like 37 things. I couldn't get into anything. So it was just more episodes of New Girl. As always. What about you? show. Well, I watched the entirety of Big Mouth. They just dropped the fifth season on Netflix. It's so an adult gross. cartoon about puberty. And it does have a very like Ren and Stimpy vibe, as Katya so eloquently put it when the queens watched it. It's um, so raunchy and disgusting, and I don't want to see a moving hormone and oozing. and. <laughs> no, it's not your vibe for sure. I would never recommend it to you. It's the antithesis I want, I like of everything the crawl. you enjoy. I would like to watch it. You don't have to, you don't have to watch all the things. Um, but I found it funny. I'm sorry. Apparently, that was the cruelest thing I could have. Well, I don't have to watch all the things. Why did I have to watch Squid Game and Made, which are both so depressing and still haunting me? Made was your idea. No, like five people. You told brought me it was really that. Good. I've never that, suffered from FOMO before, but now that we talk about things, I don't want to be like everybody's talking about Squid Game, and I don't know what it's about. Well, Squid, Squid Game was objectively excellent um, in a heartbreaking way. Uh, but Big Mouth is heartbreaking for you because they just talk about like very disgusting things. I thought it was fun. Um, the season wasn't nearly as as good as some past, but there was a healthy amount of gay content, which I'm always here for, as you know. If I just see any word that starts with LB, I guess no word starts with LB, <laughs> and it's actually LG. I was going to say LB. Terrible. Substitute for pounds. I'm a terrible queer. The worst. Oh, absolutely. But Emma did make me listen to the Challenge podcast with Bananas and Leroy. And I still don't like Johnny Bananas any more than I did beforehand. I don't understand why Leroy loves him. But Leroy is the sweetest person on the planet. I know. He can't pray for him. Don't we all? So bad. (laughs) No, I've totally given up on him. (laughs) And Survivor was totally Bananas this week. But Yes. Oh, did you watch Emma? Uh-huh. So You're now, back into Survivor? Yeah. What year is it? I don't know, but it's fun. <laughs> See? <laughs> I think I forgot how everything happened because I haven't watched for the past 20 years. <laughs> yeah. But the Tribal Council is wild. <laughs> well, it's new now. So, like, instead of just one idol, they've got, like, a steel vote and um, secret this and blah, blah, that. And then they all talk at Tribal Council now. They're all, yeah. instead of just sitting there, they're like, Nick, come here. What are we doing? Yeah, like, they get up and start Tribal Council's live. Yeah. Tribal Council's yeah. live. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's called a live tribal council. It's been happening for the last couple of years. It's, it's wild. <laughs> Every week they do live tribal council? Or just like one week they're like, and now it's a live episode. They just, meaning like tribal council is alive with conversation. Like instead of just yeah, yeah. answering just You're allowed to do questions, that each week. 
It depends. Not every week. Most weeks they're like, so we're voting on Emma, right? And they're like, yeah, I'm voting on Emma. But this week it got a little hairy because everybody had so many different <laughs> idols. So this girl, she could ask one question of one person, like, do you have an idol? And if they said yes, they had to give it to her. And they tricked her. And they didn't <laughs> oh, have the no, idol. I hate that. And then all hell broke loose. <laughs> and I was literally like, chewing my nails. You're like, what is going to happen? I couldn't watch. I had to just fast forward to the end to see who yes. walked away and then go back to watch it. <laughs> I was like, I can't. Totally. The suspense. Is Evan going to get kicked off? <laughs> I'm like, if you guys vote out Deshaun, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> I love that Deshaun used the two votes that he got from his like walk with Evie against her. <laughs> poetry. Just poetry on an island. <laughs> also, thank you, Emma, for putting down your pencil because it had like a red band that was all that you could see when it was flush with your sweater and it looked like a sniper target. <laughs> And I was just like, get down. <laughs> oh, goodness. We're not fear-based at all. Fearful. Perpetually Things are crazy fearful. right now. They are. Just I went right down now. the weirdest hole on Friday night. Of It was like Dax and Kristen YouTube videos. And then it was Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher YouTube videos. And then it was them talking about how they got, or it was her talking about how they got together. And it was alluding to the two movies, like, she was in Friends with Benefits, and he was in No Strings Attached, and yet they still thought they could do kind of, like, a casual thing, and then a year later, you know, married with a kid. Um, So neither of them really got their movies. And then I just wanted to watch Bad Moms, but that wasn't available to me, so I found No Strings Attached, which was, and it was amazing. (laughs) It was was a 90-minute rom-com, but written by Elizabeth Merriweather, who wrote New Girl, Uh, featuring Jake Johnson, Nick Miller from New Girl, and Greta Gerwig and Guy Branum and Mindy Kaling. I was Holy like, what shit. the what? fuck is this movie? And Kevin Klein <laughs> and uh, Lake Bell, who had a guest spot on New Girl. Yeah. Did you say Natalie Portman? Oh, she's the star. But like, really, <laughs> <laughs> it's about everything that happens around her. She's just a very Natalie Portman character. <laughs> it does not have a high rating, and it's an Ivan Reichman film. Yeah, but it was just, I, I mean, Reichman. I don't know that I was looking like for something good. I was just looking for something as comforting as New Girl, but maybe new. <laughs> and I wanted to watch a movie. So <laughs> I fell down that hole and was pretty happy about it. Yeah, because like No Strings Attached and then the one with Justin Timberlake and Milo Kunis came out like at the exact same time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I looked for that one. That one wasn't available for streaming on any of my services. Plus, I think it was the worst of the two, I would assume, just knowing that it was Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yeah. yeah I can't believe you guys still haven't watched that terrible Mila Kunis drug movie I told you about with Glenn Close on Hulu. It's so bad. I thought about it when I was looking at what <laughs> version, what of her discography is available to me or filmography. <laughs> oh, I'm turning into Nick, by the way. I watched a Robin Wright Penn You're movie. You're welcome. On <laughs> Don't plus say it with such disdain. The entire movie. Yeah. You just can't focus on things. It's impossible. <laughs> well, that new Tom Hanks movie That's came out where it looks like he's alone again. I'm like, good for him. Didn't we already see that volleyball movie with Wilson? <laughs> Which Phil started watching. <laughs> All of a sudden he's watching Castaway the other day. And then he saw me watching Survivor and he got excited because he thought I was watching Castaway too. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is real life, Similar sir. but different. <laughs> There are lots yeah, of kids. things making bing, bang, ding, dang, dongs. Bing, bang, bong, sing, sing, song, ding, dang, dong, UK, hun. Yeah, so we went, I went to the FC Cincinnati game last night. and Willingly? Yes. 
So okay. D Innerstad is one of the supporter groups for the team. So they sit in the section called the Bailey and they drum the whole time. They make noise, sing songs, no seats, super fun. Um, and so a friend of mine, ours, um, is in it and he painted a banner that said D Innerstad stands against hate. And then they put the QR code up so people could sign the pledge. So Aww. I got to go and it was really exciting. I've been to once before, but um, it, all I could think about was Ted Lasso the entire time. I was just like, <laughs> yes. It's my Ted Lasso moment. When they were singing, were you like, Jamie Tart, 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 Jamie Tart? Yes, I said, how come our players don't have songs? Yeah, they all had like a thing. They had a thing, like when they came out, they were like, and here comes Emma, and they were all like, caught her. But they had like different little things, but they did not have. He's there, he's there, he's everywhere. Right, can I did finally connect where I've seen Jamie Tart before. He was in a 2017, like, British two-part movie situation called Man in the Orange Shirt or An Orange Shirt. There was an orange shirt and people were freaking out about that. it. We've talked about this on this podcast. Yeah, and he's the dude that Julian Morris is, like, topping, which, like, yes. <laughs> great acting because you know he's on the top in real life, was Jamie Tart. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, what? in the bed. The bottom was Jamie Tart. Do, in do, which do, story? Do, 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 do. There are two stories know. in Managing the Orange Shirt. The first one. He's only in... Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to rewatch it. Ugh. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> being fucked. It's amazing. Ryan goes in you with Jamie Tart? Come the fuck on. Ryan went in him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was magic. I rewatched that just that one scene about 12 times. I don't remember it being like super raunchy. That's why I had to watch it 12 times. <laughs> I really just remember the love story between the two men, like the love loves, not the, not um, goes in you at the end, but the first, I guess the first one made more of an impact on me. The artist and the other dude who ends up marrying a woman. Yeah. I mean, I'm not here for the love story. I'm here for the graphic depictions of sexual intercourse. <laughs> no, I'm also here for the love story. I just, if it's, if it's gay and it's been released, then I have seen it or at least some part of it. Oh, what was the spin it? Wasn't I supposed to watch some foreign movies? Oh, did you guys watch Saturday Night Live this week with Kieran Culkin? No. Oh, it was really good. It was funny. It had a lot of really funny skits. I don't know why. But they're all like in a bathroom together, you know, like men going to the bathroom, whatever. And Bone Yang's like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, nice strong string over there. Stream. And the lights go down. And he's like, why am I talking about his pee string? What's happening? <laughs> like, just sort of like the inner dialogue of all the men as they're in the bathroom. It's really funny. It's <laughs> so good. It was really funny. I highly, highly recommend. I don't know who the guest, uh, the singer was, but. I didn't need to watch that because the amount of conversations that will happen in a men's bathroom between straight people is, is not silence, which it should be. Well, then they do a uh, thing about Kieran Culkin trying to cancel his cable, and it's just awful, and it's so true. By the end, they're sent to Bowen Yang, who's like a space alien. <laughs> it's really funny. And he's still, oh, here it is. All right, you ready for the tweet of the week? Are you ready to one or two it? Let's do it. Yeah. Google Maps, don't tell me to head west down a road. I don't know what west is. I'm not a sea captain. <laughs> <laughs> and I would agree with that one because I never know which way west is. And then you get out the compass on your phone, you're like, I still don't know. You get out the compass on your phone? Damn. We have I'm a compass committed. on our I phones. Still even, I still don't even, I have to like drive. super think about, I can still traverse the lands. <laughs> Can but you? I still always have to think about it for like north, 
the Southwest. Never, Never eat, eat soggy waffles. Wheat. That's what I have to say. Never eat shredded wheat. Soggy waffles. I love shredded wheat. <laughs> it's great. All right, that's one. Number two, Blair Sochi said, just testing ne- just <clears throat> just tested negative for wanting to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> too real. One or two. One. I would say one. All right, here's another one targeted, Nick. I sleep a lot because being alive is stressing me out. <laughs> oh, God. That is a personal <laughs> One or two. <laughs> one, I can't know. But that is true. That's why I sleep so much. I get so tired. Emma? What? Existence is... One or two. Exhausting. <laughs> one. I said one before I, said I, I did that. I said Emma. She said one. Oh. This one's aimed at me. Johnny's son wrote... Hello, dark, my smile, friend. Why are you here? It's 4 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> two. For sure. Two? Yeah, two. The one and only Miss Betty White posted. Oh, so you guys know about Big Bird getting vaccinated and Ted Cruz going after yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, so Big Bird, po- he did, they did like a family Zoom call for everybody to see and he talked about getting his vaccine because he's six years old and how well it went, and Ted Cruz just they blasted six? <laughs> yep. That's the only part. <laughs> so Betty White tweeted, as someone who had a 20-year relationship with the PBS star playing Big Bird, he never gave two shits what anyone thought about his feathery ass. <laughs> <laughs> you think she really did? Oh, yeah. That's amazing. All right. So darkness or Betty White, one or two? Oh, I love Betty White. Was it really Betty White? Yes. Tweeting? Two. Two, 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 two. two. (laughs) This is is another one pointed at me. Nora Reed wrote, I just told a story at work about my childhood that I thought was really funny, but somehow everyone is super quiet and somebody said, I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think that's a winner. Okay. Now starts our visual portion. Okay. Trevor Rogers. Eight years ago, I entered the local library's library card contest, not knowing it was for children, and I absolutely dominated. <laughs> <laughs> and they made me accept the word at City Hall with the kids I beat. <laughs> so it's like a 35-year-old man <laughs> and two kids. <laughs> well, obviously, that one is funnier than I thought it was going to be. But... Oh my God. All right. Now here comes our... Whole section on language. John Ross Bowie, 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 from, um, oh my God, whatever that show is I really liked. People who learn English as a second language are fucking superheroes. Can you imagine looking at the word yacht and not just giving up? (laughs) So that's our first one. There's a couple of these. And someone else wrote, every sea in Pacific Ocean is said differently. Ocean. Yikes. Y'all pronounce it data or data? And then someone wrote, I'm mad that I read these words in two different ways, but if you're tripping if you think it's data and not data, what would you guys say? I say, I data. say data. I say data, but data yeah. sounds more official. Why is naked pronounced naked, but baked is not pronounced bacon? <laughs> <laughs> we like language. We do. Well, English right. is fun because like we beat up all the other languages and like took their entrails to make a super monster. Terrible. We are the worst. But the, you needed to see those, right? You had to like yeah. see the words. Okay. We only the have two more to go. Picture of that man with his, <laughs> <laughs> with the two children that are surprisingly not in tears, <laughs> despite me having a 
having their hopes dashed by a 30 year old man. <laughs> no, I like that he's just like, I dominated them. <laughs> I think he could be our friend. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish with our hero, Solomon Giorgio. He's got two for us. People are always worried about what other people think. Just relax. Does everyone think you're weird? Yes. Are they making fun of you? Absolutely. <laughs> Do they feel that way about everyone else? No, just you. <laughs> it's like he sees inside my soul. And here's our last one. I don't have resting bitch face. My bitch face is very active. Oh, fair. Yeah, 100%. Much better tweeting this week. I'm so glad that the man with the kids picture will live in your mind forever. <laughs> Can you read that again? It's just such art. <laughs> It's such a well-crafted tweet, and then the look on everyone's face. <laughs> you know, this is, dude, who doesn't tower that much over them. It's <laughs> just, like, the look of glee on his face and his poor kids. Well, and that this happened eight years ago, and he's just choosing to tweet about it now. <laughs> Why is that? We need to call him. We need to find out what is going on. If anyone out there knows Trevor <laughs> Rogers... He, it's great because he looks so happy. Like, he's so proud of himself. <laughs> Eight years ago, I entered the local library's library card design contest, not knowing it was for children. I absolutely dominated. <laughs> and they made me accept the, the award at City Hall with the kids I beat. <laughs> Take it to the runway. Runway. No, I did watch two hours of Drag Race, though. Did you? <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to watch Canada this week. What? <gasps> it was Canada Snatch was Game. Fun. Was it? It was yes. more fun, fun. than UK. <laughs> <laughs> I know UK is getting real droll. What happened? We loved it so much. Then they well, took they got, off every person that we loved. <laughs> exactly. So they, the charity case elimination was the beginning of the end, in my humble opinion, because they keep getting these like amazing avant-garde queens and saying that you don't fit the super tiny pigeonhole part of drag, and then it gets boring and repetitive because you just have these queens that they deem acceptable that have no personalities. I found out why I don't like Ella Day that much, it's because she's so dry. If she just leaned into her dad humor and that she's not funny, it would have been so much better. But she keeps trying to be like, oh my God, I have a personality because I'm changing the inflection of my voice. It's like, baby, baby girl. I listen to Bob Mooney's podcast. Bob thinks she's going to win now. She's like, I don't. Because she won Snatch Game? No, she, they haven't even, uh, yes. She did Snatch Game, but because she's on the rise. Like Crystal's obviously becoming one note, right? Kitty's on the rise too. If Kitty doesn't win, I mean, I won't do anything dramatic, but I won't be pleased. Kitty is on the rise. Kitty is on the rise, and she got your badge. Finally. Do you think that RuPaul went to the mall this weekend and got this dress <laughs> from? I think she went to H and M. This actually. is bad. This is like a couch cover. I do not like this. Well, and because she's got such broad shoulders, she does look like Carol Burnett, and that are just those are just the curtains from her hotel room. Not a good look. Uh, Alicia Dixon. Oh though. my what God! A what a darling, stunner. So I know her from Britain's Got Talent, where she's one of the judges from all the compilation clips that I've watched. My huh. years of loneliness, but because of that, uh, I googled where was she from back in like 2012, and she was in this band Mystique, and then they did their song, and so I got like super into Mystique for a bit because like, oh my God, it's like late 90s, early 2000s, Fantastico. 
muy bueno. Well, she, I think she and um, Alan were just my favorite. Is that his name? Judges this week. They were Alan so Carr, yeah. adorable. And she's like singing her own song, like really loud, and like harmonizing with herself. You're like, yes. She was all the way fucking in, which is the best when yes. they're not just like stock still, like <laughs> my song, it's playing. And Vanessa Hudgens, like, I'm like, like so into voguing right now. She's like really into voguing. <laughs> I'm super. And like, she came in to my restaurant not too long ago and she did not vogue once. So that bitch is lying. <laughs> Has any celebrity been dragged more for saying one stupid offhanded <laughs> remark? I, don't well, you think she also was constantly and they're like, are you so into voguing right now? I mean, not that I even know who she is in real life. She also was rightfully dragged when, because Coachella is her big thing. She's called, like, the queen of Coachella. And she was, like, really bummed that it wasn't happening in 2020. And she's like, I mean, like, yeah, some people are going to die, but, like, they're going to die anyway. So, like, why do we need to, like, stop living our lives? And she was rightfully dragged because she was just, like, very callous about people. Good Lord. Yeah. Not our drag queens. Michelle looks amazing. So our first category is fugly swimwear. And uh, speaking of couch cushions, nope. <laughs> <laughs> she's quilted for her pleasure. Oh, it's like a terrible fit. It doesn't make her body look good. It yeah, it's good. a baggy, clunky, <laughs> bulbous swimsuit. It looks a little it. bit like body armor. Yeah. I, I liked the swimming cap that she had with just the neon coming. Well, the neon coming out of it ruined it. It was just the swimming cap. I would have been in for it. But, yeah, this was not a great situation. Kitty's bringing a character to every runway. She looks totally insane. <laughs> and she's fucking killing the game. God, I love Kitty so much. Can you believe that I was ambivalent towards her in the very beginning? And now I would die for her. And Alan said, Titty's got claws instead of Kitty's got claws. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Alan Carr was on it this episode. He was fucking he hilarious. Was. And I do love that he um, doesn't always just do the super pun humor that can get very old because they just like say the same things over and over. Um, like how many times can you hear like insert phrase? I hardly know her. <laughs> Scarlet Harlot looks nice. I also like her character. The little hairballs that she ejects from her mouth. Yeah, she was doing a really good job. I do not. I don't know that anyone deserved to be. Nobody was amazing and nobody was awful, in my opinion. Yeah, it was very middling. Although Scarlett Hart and Ella Bidet were just getting like very bitchy. Vanity Milan was too, but for some reason I don't mind it when she does it because it feels like an actual drag queen, like acerbicness. And then Ella and Scarlett were just like, I'm going to just be like really mean. And like, Haha, this is this funny. Very distasteful. <laughs> Although at the end, Scarlett won me back again. So I'm just like a fickle bitch. <laughs> Christopher Versace. I don't know what this is. I don't understand. Oh well, it's like we've seen this before. Um, they were gagged that she was stepping outside of her comfort zone. But I mean, she looks nice. And I will say props to her. She changed up her mug three separate times with very little time. Yeah, so they had 69 minutes to pull this first look together. 69. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Second. Yeah, and then they brought charity shops. I can think of no worse time to bring in a guest starring. It's like, who will it's not, not stop talking? <laughs> well, but that it wasn't fair because, like, they already had a very limited amount of time. So, any bit that she's trying to do to get herself out there is just like wasting their time. So, it's not a receptive audience, and everyone is just like, stop talking to them. But her job is to talk to them and to be funny. I would have literally screamed, a- We have no time to do this. You can do your talking, but I'm going to look for clothes. <laughs> 
It was un, it was an unfair position to put Charity Chopsu in. I felt. Well, that's her character. There's no winning. Name. She's a real person. That's not her real name. Yeah, she's an actress and she plays Charities. Yeah, Chopsu. it would be like Amy Sedaris coming on as Candy. Right? Strangers with Candy. Yeah. Yeah, no, if I knew any of those things, I would agree. I know Amy Sedaris, but I don't know Candy. You've I'm never sorry. seen Strangers with Candy? I'm sorry, no. You would love it. I've eaten candy from Strangers. <laughs> so they have to, like, grab these thrift store outfits, and they have to be wearing at least five things. And they said it so many times, I was like, somebody's not going to have five things. It's going to be terrifying. <laughs> but they didn't count. We didn't talk about it. No, because everyone picked up sunglasses. Like, Emma said, she was like, is that why they're all wearing sunglasses? Yeah, it's and they're like, is there jewelry? Is there earrings? Is there bracelets? <laughs> So Kitty looks nice. I thought Kitty looked great, yeah. Then they, like, banged Crystal and Scarlet for wearing black. Sorry. We had an hour. <laughs> Fuck off. When also the prompt was just ladies who lunch. And they like when people think outside the box. So it's like, what is the... It's like, what do you want? Do you want everyone to, like, blow you away by not doing anything that they've seen before? Do you want them to do specifically what they've seen before? Because it changes every <laughs> fucking episode. Um, Vanity Milan is giving full-on Nini leaks. She's super, yeah. no, she looks super swell. I don't know why they're scared of wearing the same color twice in a week. It's just like, what are the rules here and why? She's worn orange more than once. All right, whatever. And, it you know, I don't her. think, like, picking a color really works. Raja was like, I'm the queen of purple. You're like, that's not, like, well, exchange Tina, for having a personality. Well, Tina Burner was the queen of yellow, yeah, orange, and red. Yeah, and she was hated that's unilaterally <laughs> across the board. We were all like, boo, why did Graham Norton date you? <laughs> Scarlet, I don't know what she was doing, but trying to show a lot of personality. She looked fierce. She looked like Sarah Jessica Parker. Can you read this line for us, Nick? Is this the ladies who lunch or the ladies who lunch on dick? <laughs> and for a second, if I had just read that, I'd been like, oh, Lulu's back. Because Lulu is great. I loved Alicia Dixon. These people who are just like down for it and excited and not just like making up weird critiques, I'm in for. The third and final category, fugly but fashionable. Like, what does that even mean? What are these categories? <laughs> like, what the fuck is even happening? I don't know. Ella looks terrible. What is this? This is this is not Vivian Westwood. This is <laughs> ill-fitting. This is, like, giant man crotch with a too large spandex pink thing. It's a fucking mess. This is not good. This is not good drag. This is not good fashion. It is just fugly. It's got a good wig line, though. Well, sure. <laughs> Vanity Milan comes out wearing her car seat. <laughs> and, but my God, I was down for it. I love that Teresa, before she left, lent her wig to Vanity um, because she's wearing the same black bob that Teresa put on in the middle of the lip sync. I thought she looked fucking fierce. This was great. I know, but what's fugly about that? Well, her makeup skills. <laughs> Poor Christopher Sachi. We've seen so many people with the same designer's outfit that it's just not exciting to me. Yeah, this, I mean, this look has just been done a lot. Poor Crystal. Sorry you came after Drag Race have been on for 20 seasons in three years. <laughs> I know it's not your fault. It's not your fault, babe. <laughs> Scarlet Harlot as the cool mom from Mean Girl. <laughs> I honestly, like, this looks super hits for me. Not for the same reasons as Michelle, where she said her favorite color was leopard. Which <laughs> I'm not sure it's like what those words mean to you. I thought this was hilarious. I, th I do not so think she belonged fun. in the bottom. Now, who would you put in the bottom? Mm. Maybe Crystal, because she just seems tired or bored. Probably Vanity. Yeah. I don't know. We're getting to the end. Kitty looks amazing. <laughs> I know. 
And then she whips off her like fucking knit muumu that goes to the fucking floor, and it's this kitty got claws. Or <laughs> kitty's definitely claws. peeking at the right time. Mm-hmm. She is now. She's in her ascendancy. And when she fucking won was absolutely amazing. Because clearly Alan Carr and Alicia Dixon did not know the backstory, or maybe even RuPaul and Michelle didn't know the backstory of everyone constantly ribbing her. So when she was just like, suck on that girls, they all looked like genuinely horrified. <laughs> So they end up with Vanity and Scarlet in the bottom. This was a great lip sync. Like it I was. expected, Scarlet to... was way better than I thought she was going to be. Same, yeah. I expected Vanity to crush it, but like because we only and saw Scarlet from the waist up for a very long time, so I was like, so she can't actually move her legs. It's like Elvis whenever he was on a show, they just like had to crop off his bottom because there was so much groove down there. <laughs> Grooves in the <laughs> This was a great song, dude. It was, and it was the best part to me was Alan and Alicia, Alicia just having the best time. I know. Although Alan Carr did have the best line of the entire episode. Where it was like, you know, chunky glasses, messed up teeth. You'll be hearing from my lawyer. <laughs> and the fact that the back of Scarlett's pink leopard jumpsuit says live, laugh, love is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, yes, I Home Depot. I didn't even notice that. Yes, it's got a oh. Home Depot live, laugh, love embellished <laughs> on the back. God damn. Yeah, and the Definitely song was great. And Alicia was having the best time. Look at them. They're like, ah! <laughs> that ad lib was hilarious. But she was just part of it. She was like, everybody, now you're feeling the vibe. Love it. So Scarlett loses, which is fine. Yeah. Vanity did win. I think Vanity did win the lip sync. She seemed to embody it more. But Scarlett was great. Mm-hmm. Really good. Like, we're getting towards the end. Yeah, this would have been like a worthy double mm-hmm. Shantae. And Scarlett was like, I'm going to be serious. Just kidding. You said we're a big family. You ain't my mother. <laughs> RuPaul's like, yes, I am. <laughs> so now there's a chance that RuPaul will actually remember that Scarlett was on Drag Race. Not if like she me. sees her again, which is sweet. <laughs> it only happened one time when she was talking to Katya, right? One time filmed. <laughs> so next week they are going to be in an acting challenge called Bra Wars, the Fempire claps back. Why do they keep making them act? I, what do we want them to do? Let's start writing our own sketches. Like, all we do is hate on them. So what can we think of that would be fun? Like, well, obviously, I think we more, need some ideas. Well, I think more sewing challenges are always fun. Those are great. And I love to see the queen's creativity. Because I feel like it's becoming so, yeah, this costumer did this, this costumer did this. It's like, where's your actual authentic drag that's unique and original and personal to you and not just like, here's the prompt, make me a designer look. Like, I want to see people, because some of those designer looks are amazing, but I want to see people make their own drag. That's why UK season one was so refreshing, because it was like hodgepodge drag as Violet Chachki used as a compliment once, and I will use it as one too, where it just was like homegrown and like they didn't have ridiculous amounts of money and it was just like very creative and um, use what you have. And I loved it. That's why I love uh, Charity K so much because she makes it work and makes it look fucking stunning. So I think that'd be fun. I think just like this emphasis on everyone needing to be wearing exceptionally expensive garments is annoying. And then also just like clear expectations. I don't think the challenges themselves are necessarily always awful. It's just like, what do they want? Because they're not well, even sure. But they, at this point. You know, one person they're like, I just wish you would break out of your box. You not wear the same thing every time. And then the, the next person they're like, We're so glad you wore the same thing. It looks so great. So I think I it's just open to interpretation so they can produce it any way they want to. But what about like 
a hosting challenge, right? Like, and then they still fail. Remember when Roxy was the host and she was so bad? Yeah. But you're like, I don't know. Things they could be good at. I would like to see them succeed. Yeah, or something where they, like, have some actual time and they get to choreograph, like, their own dance number yeah. or something to a song of their choosing, maybe. It's the same or to a RuPaul song of their choosing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm watching Project Runway. I'm like, can't they just have, like, three days or a week? Like, I can't imagine. But, you know, that sort of pressure is supposed to give you a creative burst. But it doesn't seem to be working right now in Drag Race. Well, I think we're all just so stressed anyway that seeing these queens under more duress, it's just like, I don't want that energy in my life right now. I would like them to have the opportunity, the skills and the resources to actually have a great showing. Cause people, I mean, I don't know. I've never been the, I'm not Thorgy. I don't like when there are fights and I don't like when there's that much drama. I like to see people, people succeed. I also like to watch people be hungry while I eat dinner, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about Canada. Oh, well, hold on. Let's finish up UK. So the oh, scores sure. for this week, let's see. Nick voted for Kitty, Ella, and Crystal. I voted for Kitty, Crystal, and Ella, so we both got 15 points. <laughs> totally different. Emma <laughs> voted for Ella, Kitty, and Scarlett. Woof. So Emma got 10 oh. points. So I'm tied winners back. for the week are Julie and Nick. <laughs> Yay. It was only a five-point differential when Emma's up by like 100. <laughs> Wrong. Overall scores, Nick is in third place with 145. That's last place. Julie's in second place with 152. Emma's in first place with 155. <gasps> so close. Oh, 10 points wow. maximum separates all of us. Eight. So we're down to our last how many? Everybody, I can feel in the vibe. How many are we left with? Three, four. We're down to yeah. four. This is the top four. So should we just we watched pick... this episode yesterday. Oh, my God. I know. I just can't remember anything. Should we pick normally for next week or what? Is next week going to be the finale? We don't know. Next week is not the finale. So we'll just pick our top three. Okay. So we're basically just picking one person to not make it through and who that's going to be. Yep. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going out on a limb. Let me know when you're ready. I've already put mine in. I'm playing it safe. (laughs) I'm going to do Kitty, Ella, and Crystal. (laughs) I did Kitty, Ella, and Vanity. Yeah. Vanity might do it. She also might not. It's really hard to say. <laughs> Nick? What was the question? Top three. Who isn't going to get in through next week? Yeah. Probably Vanity. So, well, we're getting towards the end. That'll be exciting. Canada, I can't believe you didn't watch because only because it was Snatch Game and I think the I forgot. Challenge. I was busy watching Big Mouth and recovering from my illness. <laughs> well, you missed the reading challenge, which was not amazing. Nope. Except for... Gia, or should I say, Gigi, not as good. That's pretty funny. <laughs> um, she's like Isis Couture, or should I say, Isis H and M? So Scandal. for Snatch Game, this is bizarre. <laughs> so Pythia. Oh my played, God, Grimes was on there. I missed so much. Pythia was great. Um, what? <laughs> my favorite person, Pythia, did, did Grimes. <laughs> well, it's still available for the watching. <laughs> The, the Spanish pushing no one knew. Um, Chris Kendall Jenner played Chris Jenner. Suki Doll played Yoko Ono. <laughs> Geometric was a terrible Jim Carrey. Did you watch it, Emma? I did, yeah. <laughs> did you think she was terrible as Jim Carrey? I mean, she at least made them laugh. I don't know. Their bar for laughter is different than RuPaul's, so it all, the world feels upside down. 
Eve said she does. She's known for her uh, Jennifer Coolidge, but she played Bernie Sanders instead. <laughs> and told no jokes. In Canada. <laughs> she literally just Eve campaigned sat as Bernie Sanders. Did she go home? No, she didn't. But she does sound oh like God. Bernie. I just don't understand what she's yeah. doing. And then in a rash of people being Sofia Vergara, who's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Cynthia Kiss was amazing as Rachel Zoe and was blasting nice. on Brad the whole time. Because, <laughs> you know, he used to be I her um, assistant. Not it. Yeah. to use this. <laughs> Yes, a blasting, and she's like, eh, my God, Brad. So, of course, it was painful and not funny. I didn't think anybody was good, but Suki Doll was definitely awful. Oh, so bad. Oh, no. Suki Doll is Joko bad. Ono. I like Suki Doll. Like Rachel Zoe is obviously the winner. I don't know Grimes as a person, so I don't know if just saying crazy. weird things make sense. <laughs> it does. Yeah, I think they were just, they pretended they were a computer, basically. Fair. <laughs> I feel like I could have been a better Leslie Jones I know. than Kamora Hawa. She's very easy. I just assumed She's like there was more spring, they didn't show us. <laughs> super loud. Yeah. And so they're like, what kind of man do you want? And I thought she would say, like, um, one that's alive. And she just said, like, nine inches. You're like, no. Yeah. Leslie Jones is so excitable, you know. Chris Jenner was boring. Once again, Snatch Game is painful. <laughs> Look at Brooklyn's outfit. She looks amazing. Damn. I don't even think I did their looks because I just figured we wouldn't even go through it. They were so bad. They had to be like somebody prominent in Canada. And um, was it Pythia who did, um, is it Pythia or Pythia? No one knows. I think it's Pythia. Pythia. She <laughs> did Catherine O'Hara in the crowning, you know, yes. in the crowning. No. Yes. <laughs> so that was awesome. Damn it. That was really we can still watch it. The bottom <laughs> two were Suki right. Doll and Eve 6000. <laughs> and honestly, Eve turned out the fucking party she did. on the list. It was so annoying because I wanted her to go. She home. beat Suki. She really did. Suki had very low energy, wasn't very into it. This is by her, by the way, her Carrie Ann Moss Matrix look. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is Prince from Canada? Who am I seeing in the back there? <laughs> oh, that's uh, Mike Myers. <laughs> As Austin Powers, Geometric. <laughs> And I don't remember who Suki Doll was. Do you? Oh, she's Susandra O, right? Yeah. There were two Sandra O's, though uh, yeah. Isis Couture's was a, not a very direct Sandra O. You can barely see Catherine O'Hara in the background. Sandra O. Yeah. She did not Sandra. come to life for the lip sync. No. She was dead eyed, not present. She was like, I'm super happy. I feel good about myself. And they're like, How do you stay so positive? She's like, I had a really hard life, so now I'm really excited. So she's like, I'm happy with what I did. I did a great job. See ya. Yeah. She at least oh. got to call Eve right. 6000 out on her privilege. <laughs> yes. Nice. It's all good. <laughs> so Fair. next week, yeah. they're going to be country girl groups if you feel like watching. And <laughs> there's lots of fighting. So it was, once again, long. And those poor people have to do such a long lip sync that I feel like they get tired. Emma, are we gaming? Are we finishing? What are we doing? Should we play Password? Sure. We were sure. terrible at it last time. Let's do it. I think quick three right. rounds, five rounds, huh? Three rounds. <laughs> do you want to go first, Nick, or second? Or third? I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to give to me first or Emma? That's what we did. Or did you, are you just, yeah, you gave to me and then you gave to Emma, mm -hmm. right? Okay. We'll do it the same thing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> House. Home. The level of annoyance was very high. I just thought that was going to be a slam dunk. Um, uh, <laughs> red. I see you have a brick. Yeah, correct. Yeah. 
house was house. supposed to lead me to brick? Because he said it like he was singing, she's a brick. The brick. House. house. <laughs> Except for all he did was house. <laughs> Man, that, that must be a brother-sister thing. I did not know that. <laughs> well, what I, I can only do one word, right? I couldn't have said, she's a blank. Howls. No, Nick, you Tell couldn't you have, but I still did not know <laughs> that was what you were doing. Okay, so I got that in. Only two, I only missed two. So I get eight points, right? Right. Oh, that's why we were holding up our fingers. I couldn't remember. <laughs> You're like, we held up our hands. I'm like, why? <laughs> Scores. Scores. All right, Nick. Um, yeah. Laundry. Detergent. <laughs> See, when you do the inflection with the voice, I get it. I understood that what you meant. I understood <laughs> that the timbre of your voice, there was another word. All right. There's always another word. There's the password. No, sometimes it's like another word for the password. <laughs> your turn, Emma. All right. Who are you giving to? Uh, Nick. Yay. <laughs> she wasn't happy about it. Fashion. Peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> it's fashion. It's fashion. Uh, <laughs> Julie, um, project. It's either fashion, believe. Runway. Yes. So I get nine points or eight. Eight. Nine. Then I get. Yeah, you get points. nine on the first one, too. <laughs> I, I just want to be sure. We're still losing okay, to Julie's Nick. 10. Brickhouse this, Nick. Brickhouse this. Okay. Medway. Oh, river. Yes. Hey. All right. Uh, Emma. Biden. President. Yes. Nice. Nice. Still lead. Emma, you're up. <laughs> okay. Uh, Julie. Sneezing. Coughing. Nick. Uh, pollen. Allergies. Yep. Oh, isn't it my turn? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or are going to me? Uh, me. Okay, then this works out well. John. What? John Adams. Candle. Wick. Yes! <laughs> I was excited I was going to you because you love John Wick. No likey you. <laughs> oh All right, I'm going to you, Emma. Um, dictionary. Uh, thesaurus. Meaning. Definition. Yes. Good for nice. you. That is you two big brains. Because I would have been like, I have no You idea. have stolen my heart. Oh, yeah. Never let it go. Oh, oh. Uh, Nick. Yeah. Lock. Asshole. Oh, that wasn't the word. Lock. Lock. L-O-C-K. Key. Yes. Tens across one board. <laughs> Good job. Excellent game of password. I don't know who won. Julie, did you win? Is it over? You, you said three rounds, right? We're not done. Two I more think rounds. we do do two more. Yeah, two more. <laughs> Five seems like a better. Number. I got two tens and a nine. Excellent. Nick, what did you get so far? I don't know. I, think I don't. I just do this ten. for the fun. Rick House both... was nine. Yeah. So does everybody have two tens and a nine now? No, I have two nines. Nick and I have two nines and a ten. You're winning with Fantastic. two tens and a nine. 
Thank God. Two more rounds. <laughs> okay. Uh, night. Dark. Oh, the level of annoyance for a sister is much lower than the level of annoyance for me. Um, Jessica. Day. Nice. <laughs> I think you have to go night. That means opposite. That's what Betty oh. White told me. All right. Her. Night. Well, when I did howls, it'll work at all. Emma, I'm giving you. You ready? Welcome. I'm ready. Jelly. Uh, <laughs> peanut butter. I got you. Really. Strawberry. Oh, I don't got you. I'm still get a guess. <laughs> guess is so jelly, strawberry, uh, jam. Correct. Yes. <laughs> she got so nervous. You're like, I've got you fish. No. <laughs> well, because you were like, jelly. <laughs> you were like, jelly. Wiggling. Jam. They're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Night. Day. So many things we're learning. I'm sorry you guys haven't seen the original show with Betty White. <laughs> Those are the rules. Emma, you're up. Mm-hmm. Julie, coming at you first. Yep. Prison. Jail. Nick, um, nucleus. Prison nucleus. <laughs> 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 I don't know what's happening. Just oh, yes! so so yeah. <laughs> I was like <laughs> center. I, I was like solitary confinement. <laughs> oh my god, those are my only two clues. <laughs> All right, Nick. Final round. Okay. Um, mouth. Big. Oh, fuck, that was a stupid, damn it. Um, enamel. Tooth. That counts, right? It's teeth. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I already said it. So I wasn't accepting another answer. I'm giving to... One, two, three, four. Nick. Walrus. Tusk. Yes. <laughs> but I think you cheated by, like, gesturing and acting it out. <laughs> I didn't go mouth. You could have. We still wouldn't have gotten it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Emma, last one's for you. Okay. I'm going to Nick first. Test. Okay. (laughs) Um, Exam. No. Damn it. Uh, Julie, prepare. Study. Yes. Nice, 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 nice. Hey, we never got below nine. We never got below nine. Um, however, Nick and I only got really ten well. once each. So Julie, having gotten <laughs> it three times, is the winner. <laughs> Thank you. She's showing you. her mouth, her mouth enamel. My <laughs> Those are her tusks. Rollers. <laughs> Well, I don't know of anything amazing coming out next week. I know we like gave each other the chore of watching like 15 things and then forgot all about them, but I will continue to watch Insecure and Home Sweet Home and Great British Bake Off and Survivor and The Challenge, which would be enough for a normal person, but not me. <laughs> I need something big. I know. I want something fun. Yes. Something not sad and torturous. I'm going to watch Dune, which I don't think will necessarily be fun. 
Um, Big Mouth is over, so what is Dune I about? Go back to Supernatural. I know that's a big deal right now. Okay, so it's about these. It's about three hours uh, long, is what it is. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> what else do we have to do? <laughs> okay, so it's about this twink who has these giant penises that are actually <laughs> anuses. He's scared. Now, so they go to this planet where they harvest this like material that gives people like time bending powers, I think. And then the natives of that planet are battling against this like corporate conglomeration who's like mining it. And then chaos ensues. And there's like witch stuff. Not like necessarily witch stuff, but certain people can like do shit. I don't know. I my friend read this when I was in like middle school. So I, it's a very popular book, sci-fi book from like the seventies, and then they made it into yeah. a movie with Sting in I would say the eighties. Um, and now it's like a, this version is a prequel of like it's the beginning of a new series of things that are going to take place for the people who like that sort of stuff. Mm. So it's like Star Wars. It's me <laughs> with Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya. Zendaya. Yeah. Ooh, hot I really want to go see Eternals, but I am not sitting in a movie theater. <gasps> oh, I heard it was bad. Like it's bad. mixed reviews. I've heard both. I feel like they, there was I a whole that, bunch like, of stuff that said anytime a woman directs a Marvel movie, even though it's Chloe Zhao, that people just shit all over it. The Rotten Tomato scores are in the eighties, so that's oh, nonsense. And we love Chloe Zhao. She did no man. Yeah, I heard that she was like Johnny. We love Rob Stark. We love Jon Snow. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that she was like Disney sort of crippled her by saying that (laughs) they beat her ass like Nancy Kerrigan. No, they crippled her creativity by not allowing her to do her like traditional cinematic stuff. Um, And so it just didn't feel like a very Chloe Zhao film. It is interesting though that the two Marvel movies that star people of color have both been panned by everybody, right? Like Black Panther, when it originally came out. Was that panned? Not by everybody, but by a lot of people in the beginning. It was just like, oh, it's not so good. And then they're oh, like, oh, no, it's amazing. It's the highest grossing Marvel film. And same thing with Eternals. Fuck off. MCU, get it together. Also, it's, it's also very annoying when, like, if a male director fucks up, they're like, this particular director did a bad job. If a female director fucks up, they're like, this is why women shouldn't do anything at all. <laughs> and I know like, he doesn't Jesus want us to talk Christ. about his body that it took him six hours a day to get while he only ate raw chicken or whatever, but I would like to see Kumail looking hot, Rob Stark, Jon Snow, all day. Let's go. Gay stuff? Is there gay stuff? Mm-hmm. There's gay stuff, yeah. There's, there's more than a gay character? There's a sex scene? Between whom? I don't know. But I mean, is it like... Because if it was like Rob Stark and Jon Snow, I'd be like, where are my brain going to handle? It's not, my brain it's would not, explode. I would literally be like, uh, 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 just die. No, but um, Rob Stark is gay in real life, or at least bi. He's dating a man. He's dated many men. I love men. that for him. I know. Isn't it amazing? I don't know why it makes me happy, but it really does. He's dating this actor, Froy, from Teen Wolf. Froy? He dated one of. Th- Freud. That's his whole Freud. name? Freud, yeah. He has a last name, but he goes by Freud, I think. <laughs> and um, he also dated that dude Brandon from 13 Reasons. The sad one that was on RuPaul's Why? Drag Race, yeah. and he was like the worst judge ever. Yeah. Harry Styles is in The Eternals. Is he gay? I don't, I don't know. Sorry, I got so excited. He's gay? <laughs> 
When Harry Styles wears a dress, everyone's like, ooh, yes, child, you look beautiful. When a queen's do, you're like, toot or boot. <laughs> Tell him, Kinchi. God, Richard Madden is attractive. Fuck. He's very handsome. Pat Rob Stark. He's got a big old dick. I could watch him get stabbed all day long in that red <laughs> wedding. <I'm just> like, <laughs> and when he's like hitting the tree after his dad dies with the sword, and then his mom comes up, and you're like, they're not going to kiss or anything, are they? But he's like so upset. You're just like, Emotion. <laughs> and then Julie floats in. And I will try to fix you. So true. So true. <laughs> Amy Mann's playing in the background. Like, save me. <laughs> Come on and save me. From the ranks of the free <laughs> who suspect. They could never love anyone. Never love anyone. <laughs> Amy Mann was definitely like my emo queen for a very long time. I was like, do you think I could bleach my hair like that and wear that much eye makeup? <laughs> think of like what a She's different amazing. persona I would have if I wore like full eye makeup every day. I would love to circle back to, as we've talked about how you are basically a hype woman, that Amy Mann saved me as your hype song because <laughs> you were like going off of the arm. <laughs> From the ranks. Woo, do, do, there do, was an actual hype person at the soccer game yesterday me. who like led all the chants. I was like, how do I get that job? <laughs> That's my destiny right over there. <laughs> so we have no big recommendations. We didn't watch anything amazing like Real Guy, which was big so mouth, good. Like if you're into you it, guys it's didn't back. watch Real it. Guy, which I told you to watch, and it was so good. What's Real Guy? The Ryan Reynolds. Oh, movie. I do need to. Oh, watch that. oh no, I did. I did watch that. I did watch that. <laughs> so We're so nine hours into the podcast, and you're like, oh yeah, I did watch that movie. No, that was super fun. Yeah, Free Guy or Free Man or Free Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I watched that. It was delightful. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> right? Yeah. It was really cute. I, right? Yeah, it was super cute. Ryan Reynolds was adorable, adorable. the entire thing. And then, yeah, Joe McCreary or whatever with all that hair, all that hair, but still working for the evil company. And then you got Villanelle in there, and she's like this badass in the game. And then she falls in love with the virtual dude that turns out that was based on Joe Creary's character. Or Joe Creary based the character on what she would like in an ideal man. It was just amazing. No, I had very much fun. I didn't skip forward once. It's fun. Super it fun. It is fun. It is a very fun time, yeah. So that's still a wreck. Yeah, I gave away the whole plot. Sorry about <laughs> it, but it is fun. <laughs> no, what's it called? Is it called Free Guy or Real Guy? I think so, because his name's Guy. Right. Because everyone's like, what's your character? Because like, he's an NPC, non-playable character, and they don't understand how they got his skin um, like to wear that particular in the game. They didn't like skin him alive, like flay him. Uh, but they try to, so they go in the game to do all this shit, and um, it's very good. Free guy, you're right, not real guy, free guy. Highly recommend. It's so good, yeah. So much less depressing than Squid Game or Made. <laughs> Anna, oh, I've been watching I... some white nonsense of succession. Once again, FOMO huh. is getting me at is the age bad? of 95. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh my God, the third season. I'm like, ugh. Did you <laughs> just start the, the series? Season. I try. This is the third time I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kieran Culkin being on SNL. Maybe, oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll do it. Really, See that? I like him. That was me with Brooklyn Nine Nine, though. I could not get past the first three episodes for years, and it's so good. I know. I know. I'm missing out on Brooklyn Nine Nine, The Office, and Community. I've tried. 
Try harder. <laughs> Try harder. Yeah, seriously. Buffy, too? Well, that's who we are. That's all we've got. <laughs> I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you got a couple good laughs out of our tweets and stuff. That's the only thing you think that people will find funny is when we read other people's content. <laughs> you two laughed for like 27 minutes. You're still that laughing. That was so funny, though. That was so right funny. Now, so there. That was so fucking funny. Nick's touching his mustache. Please feel I'm free putting to essential check oils us out. Oh. my mustache so I can breathe them. It's called Respire. Our fan <laughs> on Instagram said I need to read Hatchet, so I've, uh, I'm on hold for it at the library. It is so fucking good. You read a book? I was the one who told you that Hatchet was amazing because we talked about Gary Paulson. That's why he recommended it. Wow, I have no memory of that. <laughs> what? Yeah, Nick brought up Hatchet in last week's podcast. <laughs> I don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to read that. It's good. I mean, I read it as a young boy, and well, it was I have a young boy that lives inside me. <laughs> okay, well, this will be our last episode because what I thought were just like streetlights passing, um, or actually cops at Julie's place. Well, anyway, it's on. It's on hold. It's going to be on hold from the library for me because I'm too cheap to pay for anything. But oh, just illegally download it. I don't have your gay torrent or whatever you have. <laughs> I put <laughs> the gay torrents. That's where I download RuPaul's Drag Race and porn. Nick. Oh, I yeah, I know. I have the book. Do you just want to borrow it? <laughs> then I'd have to see you in person. <laughs> well, if you'd like to hear more of our nonsense, we have a podcast called Blurg. Check us out on Instagram. Are you playing Save Me right Fuck now? Yeah, I am. This is our goodbye. <laughs> Anyway, try not to do any harm to yourself or others. Have a great week. Get some laughs in. This song makes you want to just sink in the bathtub with, like, rocks on my chest. <laughs> I don't have a bathtub, so don't be worried. I just have a shower. <laughs> okay. We've been wrapping this thing up for 26 minutes. Okay. Have a great week. Get some great laughs in. Be silly. Have some fun. Watch something stupid. We'll talk bye. to you soon. <laughs> bye. Sorry, she's always on me for saying bye too late, so I thought I'd say it earlier. Bye. Save me. <laughs> Save me. <laughs> oh, we didn't talk about you meditating. Oh, yeah, Nick. What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> so 10% Happier is doing a work-life balance meditation thing, and luckily when you invite friends to join, you get to see them. They're in your groups, and you can see, like, if you woke up at 4.30 in the morning like I did... Ah! And you meditated first. <laughs> you wake you up and Julie's no already beat it. you by three hours. So what's the point of even trying? <laughs> I oh my God. woke up very early with the daylight savings <laughs> and everything. And then Emma and our friend Robin are on there. And Nick agreed to do it, but he's not in my circle. So I knew he hadn't signed up. So I had to send a second hateful one. So you didn't watch the video. You just did the meditation. No. And when I signed up, I had already completed it. Because I did it at 830 this morning. Bitch. Yeah, but you. But yeah, yours so, is only eleven minutes instead of fourteen, so you didn't watch the video. We are yeah. watching you. Yeah, I know, which is very terrifying. Yeah, there's a learn and there's a meditate, and I was like, oh, I don't. The learn don't is two minutes and fifty six like, seconds long. Learn. Was super hot, Matthew Hepburn. It's four minutes long. That's why mine was only eleven and yours was fourteen. That would be three ten minutes. <laughs> you guys are not great at math. So fourteen I minus eleven minute. is three. You both are not acting like you meditated today because there's a lot of aggression coming my way. One pearl at a time. 
I know. I did like this because usually my thing with meditation is like, and maybe this is just why I need to meditate more, is that suddenly I'm alone with my thoughts and I'm like, I have so many thoughts and so many things that I need to deal with or I feel like I need to deal with. And I do appreciate it because like whenever they tell me to focus on my breath, I get very concerned about my breath and like the fact that I can now regulate my breathing and what if I'm not able to regulate my breathing anymore and then I start to like panic. So meditation usually is not a fun time for me or relaxing. It's quite the opposite. But I did appreciate where he was like, you can focus on an ambient sound or like an object or something other than your breathing. And I was like, oh my God, mind blown. I never thought about doing that and just being aware of your surroundings. So that hit. It was very good. And then the pearls. Yeah, I mean, I did see his face. So like one of the pearls was his body. And he was like, and let go of that. And I was like, not a fat chance in hell. <laughs> yeah, it's a really good one, I feel like. Because it's, I also, as a person who does meditate all the time, even if I do it for 10 minutes or an hour, it's not easy. It's not like, it's the, it's the reward you get later, right? So, like, you get to take a breath sometimes before you start screaming at your friends. Sometimes. Um, but I really like this one today. I thought it was great. You were constantly restarting. It was not about anything more than just one breath. I thought I like him a lot. He's doing a whole other series where, like, if you are in Buddhist training or Buddhist teachings, you have a teacher and you can ask them questions. And you can do that on the 10% Happier app. We are not sponsored by them. I just love it. Um, and so now you're getting to listen in on the question sessions with other people. It's awesome. It's really great. If you're not on 10% Happier, it's a free, uh, probably seven-day right now mm -hmm. challenge. And it's super fun. It's three minutes of listening to them talk and then 10 minutes of meditating every day. And it's free. It's awesome. Yeah. There was a Ted Lasso challenge. He's a Dan Harris. who used to be of Good Morning America. And he had a panic attack on air, which is what started his entire meditation journey. Super dedicated to, like, diversity and inclusion and different voices and different perspectives. And it's awesome. So... That's the recommendation for the week. Get the 10% Happier app. Join us on the challenge. Get in our circle. Let's do it. Hey, baby. Baby, I'm getting better, getting healthy. Hey, babe. Bye. Takes All Over the Place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter. Julie Sunderland. And Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter. And... Frank! <laughs> the awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank! <laughs> we love you, Frank. <laughs>